Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of Christine Means Business. And this is one of my favorite things to do because I get to talk to amazing people who know their stuff in their industries and who share their knowledge so voluntarily and gratefully to you guys, you know, so that you can learn a lot. And I especially like to interview people who know things that I don't. And so today I have a fascinating person with me for so many reasons. So today I have Kerstin Martin and she is a leading Squarespace expert and authorized trainer who started her own business in her 50s. Her popular online classes have helped more than 1,500 beginner and advanced users build beautiful websites, e-courses and thriving businesses with Squarespace. She's also the creator of the Euler Planner, and an, uh, which is an analog business planner specifically designed for digital entrepreneurs. So I'll have to dive into that, what that is, because that is definitely something that I would probably get. And as an SHP and empath, Kirsten approaches business in a calm and gentle manner. Providing great service and delivering high quality content and training is at the core of everything she does. Originally from Germany, Kerstin lives in the beautiful Pacific Northwest with her husband and fluffy gray cat. I do love that. And I just had to kick my three cats out because they were just making the biggest fuss in here. So try not to be too distracted. So Kerstin, welcome so much to this episode. And I will, so the first thing I adore is that you started this business in your fifties. So you need to tell me, I mean, I'm just too curious. You need to tell me what happened and then how did, how did you end up being an expert for Squarespace? Oh, I know. Hi, hi, Christine. And first <laughs> of all, you are pronouncing my way, uh, my name, the German way, Kerstin. Ah, it's because yeah, I'm fluent in German, that. actually, so it's easy for me. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's perfect, because everyone here calls me Kirsten, and yes. also my planner, I actually call Yuli Planner, and you said Euler Planner, you know. Is that what that. it's meant to be, the Euler Planner? Uh, it's actually Yuli. meant to be Yuli, yeah. I mean, it's okay. a German word, you know, which yes. stands for owl, and I know we'll talk about the planner in a little bit, and... Uh, so, uh, so I just pronounce it Yuli. I actually like it like that. So um, anyway, but yeah, I, I'm an accidental entrepreneur and <laughs> we uh, totally, I mean, I've had the corporate career and all of that. I've worked in many different industries. You know, I was in the airline industry for many years. Uh, I was a flight attendant. I've worked in the um, office and I worked in uh, IT and in hospitality, in education. I was the registrar uh, for an international school and 
I managed hotels. I've done, I, I actually, it's funny, you know, because now looking back, I can see I've always been an entrepreneur. You know, you I always used to worry, you know, that there's something wrong with me. You know, why can I not stick with, co- with jobs? You know, why do I always why have to change I it up flaky, every three years? Right? Yes. Exactly. Why, you know, I flaky, why can't I do anything from A to Z the way you're supposed to? Right? I know. Yes. You know, I was always a little jealous of like doctors and lawyers. I thought, <laughs> wow, they have such a like straight career. And why can't I do that? You know, and now, of course, I know I was always an entrepreneur at heart. And uh, so we... In 2014, we moved from the UK, uh, where we lived at the time, to the US, here here to the Pacific Northwest. And I thought, well, I'll just find a job again. I was in my early 50s. And then a friend of mine asked me to redesign her website. Now, I'd been dabbling with web design for years. You know, I was a blogger. I've been blogging since 2005. And I was always redesigning my own websites. You know, I just loved it. I mean, as you do, there's new things, new trends. It's a living thing. Yeah. You know, and like you, I started out with WordPress and did that for quite a few years. And then I discovered Squarespace in, I think it was like 2008 or something like that. And so, so I did that for my friend. It was a business website and she paid me for it too. And it was such a success. It, it changed her business overnight, basically. And uh, then someone else, you know, so I shared that with friends. And then someone else came to me and said, oh, can you do my website too? And all of this happened while we were moving here. And then I thought, well, okay, instead of looking for a job, why don't I just become a Squarespace web designer? There <laughs> you go. I mean, it was right there, right? It's like... It absolutely was. I mean, this was like the universe giving me a little tug, you know, hey, you know, you can actually turn your passion into a career, into a business. And yeah, so I did. And, uh, and now, you know, five and a half years later, I, so I designed websites for quite a few years. And then I started offering online courses. And I did both for a couple of years. Uh, but... Then for the last two years, I've only been doing online courses because there's only so much you can do as one person, basically. (laughs) And I I mean, it is also a kind of area where you, I mean, doing courses is just presenting itself because it's, it's literally a a map, you know, it's giving instructions, it's showing a little bit of insider tweaks, but it's the perfect gateway to teach because it's just it's it's I mean it's a user interface right so yeah absolutely you know and I I mean I've actually always uh done teaching one way or another you know I used to facilitate workshops a lot in my corporate careers and so I have always really enjoyed you know sharing my knowledge and helping people and so in some ways uh you know this this whole like online business you know this whole like online world just really opened up so many opportunities I mean yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a university dropout, you know, I never did all of that. And for me now to, I, I even teach at our local college now, you know, I teach evening classes in Squarespace. And uh, for me to actually do that also in my 50s, um, it's, it's like, I, it certainly isn't what I, what I had planned, but you know what, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I can <laughs> never imagine going back, you know. <laughs> I love your story. I love it so, so much. And it's it's obviously, it's Squarespace has taken off like hugely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was Squarespace first or Wix first. It's like, you know, this ever, it's kind of this Adidas Puma kind of story, but it's just taking off. And I know that for so many of my clients, it's the first thing they do because it's 
not everyone loves tech. I love dabbling around with websites. I could spend, you know, I go into this vertigo kind of rabbit hole and suddenly oh, I, yeah. I didn't have lunch <laughs> and it's in the evening and I have a whole new website. I love that stuff. But I know that for a lot of people, it's not intuitive. They just don't like it. Yeah. Also, maybe, I don't know even if it's a generation thing, but I'm one of these half analog, half digital kind of generation where yeah. we grew up with nothing. And then we had, you know, our first little <laughs> websites that you started to put together. So, and I, we used code in the beginning. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's Done that too. <laughs> to me, that's still, if someone says you have to paste code, I'm, it's not something I, I am scared of, but just people who are born 10 years later, um, it's a different story in a way, or who were born 10 years earlier. It's just yeah. a different space. And I find it so sad sometimes that people get stuck in a business because it's overwhelming or they've spent so much money on a web design and it didn't turn out the way they wanted to. And wow. we're going to talk about that too, you know, the free pre-homework you have to do before hiring someone. Um, but I love Squarespace. I think it's been well needed in this new online world that has been developing. But before we go into that, I want to talk about your planner because I read this and I love an analog planner for digital entrepreneurs. How does that work? What is it? <laughs> well, it's, it's right here, you know. Oh, it's colorful. <laughs> and, I actually, and I actually just, I mean, I know we can't see it because it's a podcast, you know. But Oh, people uh, can just, go to YouTube and they can see it. You know, like it's on YouTube too. My, my 2021 uh, pro prototype. And so I've been using planners for years. You know, I've always been a journaling kind of person. And in my, uh, even in my corporate career, I always had notebooks. And so, you know, th this analog component, you know, just to scribble and just to, uh, and it's funny because I'm generally a quite a tidy person. You know, I guess I'm, well, I'm German maybe in that regard, you know. <laughs> tidy and organized but my planners are always quite messy you know yes. I mean that's where I get messy you know and but I love that about it and so I have used um uh, Leuchtturm journals um you know when I started my own business and I just kind of came up with my own charts and things and just over the years you know I um kind of developed my system and then a few years ago, I also started using an annual um, journal, you know, so where the, the dates were already, you know, um, given. But I found I never had enough room in that for my notes and for my charts. And so I always, so I used like two journals basically this year, that year. And then I thought, you know what, well, as you do, <laughs> why don't I design my own? <laughs> It's doable. I mean, today you have all these oh, platforms and tools. I it's know. And really so cool. I looked into it and, and really between having the idea and holding, you know, my planner in my hand was only a few weeks. Yes. Uh, so I sourced the printer, you know, that wasn't so, ex because that's the thing about, you know, as, as you know, retail, yeah. you know, unless you produce something in bulk, you know, it's quite expensive, you know, but I was lucky. I found a printer in, in uh, Ohio. So here in the U S and, um, who gave me a, a fairly decent price, you know, for a small print run. I only did 50 that first year. And then I just shared it with people. Hey, is this something you'd be interested in and had great feedback and, and hence the Yuli planner was born. And the name, you know, is Yuli stands, uh, well, in German, as you said earlier, is pronounced Eule, and that stands for owl. 
which was my mom's favorite uh, animal. And I dedicate this planner to her because she, she's part, she passed away five years ago, but she used to be, she was the first online entrepreneur in our family. And uh, she, for the last 10 years of her life, had a thriving Amazon bookstore. And she always oh. wanted to be a librarian, you know, but she never could do that growing up because she had, you know, she was a single mom of three kids and all that. So when she retired and the internet happened, she <laughs> had this, her, basically her living room was a bookstore. And every day she, she went to the post office and uh, dropped off books, you know. So she was really, you know, and she, she still saw me start my own online business and she loved it, you know, so I dedicated that to her. So Yuli is for that. And of course, the owl is, you know, wise and all of that. Of course. That kind it's of fit so too. funny. Like if I look at my desk, this is my desk right here. And one of the things I still have is this. This is my file of facts. And I think yeah. the last year I used, you can see like there's crap in here. Like literally there's yes, still. I, have, I still have a couple of those. There's a, a Telco Europe call card to use in a phone booth to yeah. call internationally. <laughs> and I think it was 2011 is the 2011, 2012 is the last year that I use it. So you can still see like, you know. Oh yes. Things yeah. and then like names and <laughs> it's just you know like this is what these things look like you know and oh, i yeah. love it i still have all the different because it just changes it every year but i used i remember sitting in a train and taking my address book and just writing all these names into my flip yeah. phone and i still love going through the different i still have all these years and because it's it's a diary even if i don't have yeah. all the details in there it's just different from an an online calendar it's just like well, I, I sometimes think you know well if I ever you know if, if um, I ever was involved in like a crime or something and they asked me <laughs> what did you do 10 years ago and two months no ago, problem ago, let me take this let me out. Out my old diary exactly I never thought of it that way but you're really you're right <laughs> I watch too many crime shows <laughs> oh, I'm addicted I'm totally addicted uh, all right anyway let's get to the heart of it which is Squarespace um and so it's not my tool like it, it really isn't but I really believe that it is the perfect gateway now, one thing, and we're not going to dwell too much on that, but before anyone is like super excited and is already, you know, registering for their account, really, I would say well, the first pillar of the impact with integrity method, which I teach my clients is branding and niching, knowing who you are, what you want to do, what your voice is, being comfortable with who you are, being comfortable with expressing your truth without thinking this is what is expected of me is just the absolute groundwork because if you don't do that you can hire someone and I find a lot of the time people expect the web designer to read minds you yes. know and then they give kind of a brief but not really and it's up to the web designer to figure it out and obviously they get a result that is not quite there and they're super disappointed and they have to go through a bazillion revisions which costs them a lot of money so please, 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 everyone, even if you don't want to have the whole system, do the masterclass on branding and niching. Now, if we have someone who's done that, what exactly should they look out for when they dive into their website, whether they want to make it on their own or whether they want to hire someone with Squarespace? Why did you pick Squarespace? So what would the process be? 
Well, I think Squarespace is known for, you know, two things. It's, uh, it's stylish and elegant, you know, they have really nice designs and it's, it's an out of the box solution if you want, you know, so you can dive in, you know, you get templates and, and then you basically make it your own. It's very user friendly. And now if you come, of course, from somewhere like WordPress, you know, there's still a learning curve because it's quite different. Yeah. But what I always loved about Squarespace is the uh, on-page editing. You know, you go straight into your page and you can edit, you can see immediately, you know, what, what you're doing. And, you know, it, it's the WYSIWYG, you know, what you see is what you get. And they have this drag and, uh, drag and drop um, technology, you know, so every web page is like a, um, you know, you have building blocks and you can just take the blocks and put them where you want them on your web page. It's, it's great. Uh, so it makes it, um, you know, really easy. Certainly a lot easier than um, something like WordPress. I mean, WordPress has some many great um, things too. It's a very flexible system, uh, but you have to kind of know what you're doing with that. I agree. Know? I think it, the most daunting thing with WordPress is, and also quick note, wordpress.com is not the same as wordpress.org. So we're talking about a WordPress building. So it's self-hosted. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and basically I think the most, the complicated thing is to actually set it up. It's because you have to have your domain, you need to connect your domain to hosting, and then you need to connect that to WordPress, and then you need to get a builder. So those are four steps. Whereas in Squarespace, literally you sign up, you get your domain, it's connected to Squarespace, and you're done. And I find that it's still for me, who's had like seven websites and counting, it's still a process. Where I would say a little insider tip you can, if you have a great hosting service, I know that for example, SiteGround is that, you just send them a chat and you say, hey, can you connect everything? And they will do it for you. But a lot of them won't. So I find that is the most difficult one. And then depending on the builder that you had, it is also drag and drop, but it takes trial and error and you need to obviously upgrade in order to get all the features. Whereas with and Squarespace, they're not you're as, as intuitive as Squarespace, you know, even those drag and drop builders, um, uh, trust me. Squarespace, I agree. You have to find, and they're all a little bit different and you have to, you yeah. know, you have to have contents, your backgrounds, your sizes. And it's, it's, it's just, once you know what you're doing, it's, it's practice and it's fine. But with Squarespace, I think it's just, if you've never tried anything, I would start there. It's yeah. just much easier. Especially, uh, they've just come out with a new version, uh, 7.1, and that makes actually building a website much faster, much more, even more intuitive. I mean, the page builder is just like, when I first saw that, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, this is amazing. Uh, and so, and, and, and you're right, you know, now you still have, of course, if you already have a domain name, then you still have to kind of connect it as well, you know. So there are still technical steps that you need to do. But what's also really nice about Squarespace is that um, they have really amazing help pages, but they also have a customer support team. You can contact them 24 mm seven -hmm. and now not by phone, you know, just by email or they have live chats. And, uh, but that actually has also been a game changer for me that you actually, you, you cannot call WordPress, you know, but you, no. well, you cannot call Squarespace either, but you can contact Squarespace. At least you can do and, that, yeah. And talk to someone and, and they're really helpful. And okay. nowadays there are so many online resources as well. So I feel, you know, unless you're like enjoy dabbling with technology uh, and you're like really technically inclined, uh, then as I feel Squarespace is a really great option, you know, for you to still build your own website if you don't have the budget for designer 
And, uh, but even if you hire a designer with Squarespace, it's going to be easier for you to maintain your website afterwards. That's what I was going to think, right? So what should you look out for on a website? Because Squarespace has, Squarespace has templates for a reason because they know that if you're left to your own devices, it can go incredibly wrong. So what are some things where you are maybe, or that you've seen on a regular basis that newbies, particularly who just starting with a website are maybe doing like the pitfalls, just the typical things where you go to a website and you're like, ah, cringe my eyes are starting to bleed right now like (laughs) it's just like red flag why and i i just know that you see the same things over and over again so what are some of the terrible do don'ts that you can tell people right now okay please 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 my dear friend do not do this Well, there are quite a few things of course when you work with a template it's very tempting to just basically leave everything as it is and not make it your own, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and then it still looks like a template basically. Um, so I would say definitely don't be afraid to play around a little bit with colors, with images, with fonts, you know, you don't have to, unless you really love the font, that's fine too, you know, but just with images, you know, nowadays you have really nice stock photography. I think images used to trip people up because it used to be expensive, you know, to get stock photos. But Squarespace actually has a built-in library of unsplash photos, for instance, and they're free. And you can actually build a really nice website just with those unsplash photos. So I would say um, don't use... Don't use your, um, you know, iPhone 4 photos from, you know, five years <laughs> yes. ago oh. uh, that are, you know, low uh, grade and, and um, oh, photography and images. Is so that's one of, the, that's like the first thing, you know, I see people just right. use images that are very low quality, low resolution, and especially in banners, that just is not a good look. And no, it's not professional. I mean, I do these little mini laser focus sessions where I just go through your website to give you feedback and give you pointers of what you can immediately change. Yeah. And those photos, it's just like, no. Photographers are not that expensive anymore, especially if you go, if you live in a big city or if you visit a city, go to Airbnb experiences. You get amazing photographers between 70 to 180 bucks for like 50 photos that are professional and amazing. It doesn't cost the world and it's a great investment. It just makes a difference from amateur to professional league. Yeah, absolutely. Although I have to say, I've, ne- I've not done a photo shoot myself yet, you know, but uh, that's well, okay. I, I, I have all my own photos, you know, but I don't have that many of me, you know, but so mm. even when you get started and even if you don't have the budget for that, but I agree, you know, I highly recommend as soon as you can afford to hire a photographer, do that, you know, and uh, but you can still use stock photography and just make your website look nice, you know. Agreed. And so that is like one of the first things. And and then there are just like few like design um, elements, you know. For instance, what I see a lot is where people um, have like a really wide, you know, like website, and the text just is, you know, there's no columns. There's not. It just like goes from left to right, and and, and it's so hard to read. And, um, you know, so try and use some design elements, like make the use of columns, make the use of bullet points, uh, you know, use images to break up a long, you know, a long piece of text, make it visual, you know, because it's not a book. A lot of people kind of design their websites like their books, you know, here's the content, here's what you should read. And, and 
it's a visual um, media, you know, so you want to make sure that you use visual elements, you know, beyond exactly. what you are given, you know, by the template. And fonts is another one. A lot of people use really small fonts and very light fonts, like a light gray. And I know there is a minimalism movement out there for websites and that kind of stuff, but you still need your <laughs> site visitors to be able to read, you know, and some of us don't have great eyes anymore. By the exactly. Way. That's what I'm telling people. It's like, I can't, so, I can barely read it. How's my grandmother supposed to do that? You know, or just like my mom or, you know, it's yeah. like, well, think about your audience also, you know, like yeah. who is your audience, you know, and, and are they, um, you know, how will they resonate with this? You know, but I find, so these are just some very basic things to make sure it's easy to read you know, that it's visually pleasant, you know, watch your gaps, you know, a lot of people also have sections with like no gap in between. And it's just, you know, so there's just like a few small things, great photos, text, not too big, uh, not too small, uh, and make the use of columns and things, you know, so just a few very simple principles will already make your website so much better. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I agree. I find people cram way too much into their wet space. They do use the, the kind of blog post in the 2000s look where it's just like everything in one text and then a couple of blue hyperlinks in there, you know? It's just like, God, no, it's just too much. I can't handle it. No, for sure. And the small font is a pet peeve of mine, definitely as well. Yeah. Now, <laughs> um, people, well, they should know what they put in there. And in the end, I think it's really important for people to know as well that it's not your designer's job to know what you write in there. You know, copywriting is a completely different story. We've been talking about it before and we're going to talk about it later too um, in, in, with copywriters. But I mean, that's not what we're going to talk about right here. What I want to talk to, do, to you about as well is something that I know you have a course on because that's how we got in touch or how you came on my radar is because you have a course on SEO. And I want to talk about that very briefly because I find that a lot of websites will never even be found if you don't have your SEO in place. And so SEO is just three letters and it's an abbreviation for search engine optimization. And if you go into the SEO rabbit hole, it can be a very daunty, geeky and driving me insane place, leaving me with headlines that don't make sense anymore. So first of all, maybe explain us the advantages of why does this exist and in what kind of dose dosage should we use it that it makes sense because if you take it too far it it can make every it, it just doesn't make sense anymore in a way so you guys have no clue what i'm talking about you will understand by the end of this discussion so Kasten, take it away this is your thing you know how to explain this much better than i do because i just find it frustrating and i also love it but it's difficult yeah. for me to put into words. Yeah. yeah no I'm, I'm totally with you and many many people feel like that you know because they just find it overwhelming it's very technical potentially and nobody really understands it and no uh, it's so weird <laughs> well including you know like what does google really do and we're just talking you know i mean google is obviously the biggest search engine you know but whatever google does the others tend to do as well okay. and uh, you know and nobody really understands it and people yeah you know i mean what can we do there so um first of all i mean when i started out 
you know, I, uh, I didn't even pay any attention to SEO. You know, I built my website, I blogged, I did my, you know, built my business. And then after a couple of years, I noticed that more and more inquiries were coming in from Google. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Uh, so I searched and I realized, oh, I'm on page one for Squarespace Web Designer. Oh, really? How did that happen? Why? <laughs> yes. So, Same for Sleep Like a Boss. I had no clue how I did it, but now yeah. I know. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I actually then paid attention. So I started paying attention and I looked at all the things that I, that I was doing. And uh, so, you know, so SEO is not something that happens overnight. SEO is not something where you configure your website and then boom, you're on page one. Uh, that does not happen. Um, SEO is actually um, uh, quite a few things, you know, and they talk about like on-page SEO, off-page SEO. And, um, you know, so I think it's well worth, you know, there are a lot of resources out on, on the internet, you know, there are courses like mine, but there are also a lot of free resources, you know, Squarespace actually have their own help pages for SEO, for instance, which are really good. And, so, so the first thing you always want to do when you, when you have a website, you want to look at, uh, you know, so in my case, Squarespace, but also WordPress, WordPress, you know, they have like the Yoast plugin and, and things like that. Um, you want to look at what can I do on my website? What SEO configurations and settings are there uh, that I can fill in, you know? So again, in Squarespace, you know, they have a, a SEO section in the, um, you know, backend administration area. And you go there and that's where you put in your SEO description, which is what, you know, um, shows up when uh, in the search results. And that's where you can do some other configurations, you know, so you definitely want to do that. Then you can also um, add SEO specific things um, for each of your pages, for each of your blog posts or products. Uh, so you can, uh, so you have um, a good degree of control over what the search result looks like, you know, and Keywords is a big one, of course, you know, what keywords should you use? First of all, don't do keyword stuffing, you know, where you have like a page description just stuffed with keywords. Um, it just doesn't make sense. And you so, notice and it, it immediately. It's, it you, you get <laughs> yeah. And you get potentially penalized actually, because Google is very smart, the algorithm. And so what also headlines, you know, it's always recommended to have at least one, what they call H1 yeah. on your page. And, you know, if, and use keywords in there if possible, you know, but I always find, you know, you should actually never build your content based on keywords. You should build it naturally. You should write naturally um, because that will actually naturally bring out the keywords that you need for your audience or, or for your audience to find you, you know, because it's all about how can my customers find me? You know, nowadays everyone has Google, everyone goes online and, and searches, you know, for services or products. Uh, so, you know, think about, well, you know, what might they, for instance, put into a search uh, window? You know, what kind of phrase might they use and how can I use that on my website? But it's very important to be natural with it because even there, Google, Google knows. I don't know how. I but know, it's creepy. It's, it's really true. No, they know. And so don't repeat stuff everywhere, you know, and just really, I, I always felt a lot of, because so many people stress over this. And I always say, you know what? Don't stress over it. You know, just 
really keep it natural. You know, think about your customer, you know, when they come to your website, what are they looking for? You know, how can you answer questions they might have and just do that in your copy. And it will kind of, you know, fall into place naturally. The other thing is also um, Google likes activity. It likes active websites, which is why yes. blogging is really great. Blogging is one of the best things you can do for SEO. Amen. It needs to be a breathing thing. Your website is like your pet, literally. You need to feed it, which is your content. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I like that analogy. I've heard that before. That's great. Exactly. I just made it up. I'm very proud. Yeah, <laughs> And it's so true, you know, and, and the thing is, once you also have, you know, a body of, of blog posts, you know, you can repurpose old ones, you know, but Google looks at timestamps. It looks at, you know, has the website been updated and same with your pages as your, this is one thing that people often don't consider, you know, they think, well, I do my website and now that's it. You know, now my website has to stay like this for the next five years. Well, no. The beauty of a website is, especially something like Squarespace, that's easier to update yourself. It's, it's like an organism. It evolves, you know, it grows, it changes, you know, so you can absolutely keep changing, you know, your content as well as you and your business grows. And so, you know, don't be afraid of that. And don't be afraid of, don't worry about the SEO either, because I feel the website will always reflect where you are in your business. I agree. And, and you change. I mean, especially if you're in business, your personal development is just, it's a given. You have to, in order to stay in business. So your character will change. Your persona will change. Your voice will change. Your, your preferences will change. And we age. I'm sorry to say, but even <laughs> though I'm 25 <laughs> in my inside, <laughs> my inside persona, you know, it's like we do get wiser. We do change our opinion. We change our mind. We change our preferences. And the world changes. I mean, now we're all about minimalism, but it's starting to change again. My new website, it's not going to be white and gold and just minimalistic. It's going to be super bold with like the print, like a like a house, you know, like wallpaper prints are back, you know, nice. everything yeah. is changing again. So you have to go with it because don't forget that it's an expression of you. It's your digital house. It's your entryway. It's, it's, your, yeah. it's your home. So it needs to reflect you. And this is the great thing. You can't necessarily move every five years, you know, when we do your whole <laughs> inside of your home. Oh, I don't know. You, I think you can. <laughs> you I probably can. You here. probably can. But just as someone who's been moving is going to move for the third time in two years. I don't I've recommend moved it. 35 times in my life. So. Oh my God, no. Ugh, nightmare. But um, this is easy to change and it's an expression of your living space. It literally is. So I really, I think that you have to do that in order to also stay true to your consumer because people will judge whether they want to work with you, whether they like you based on your website and what it looks like. And if it's not who you are, if it's not representing you, you're fake, you know, yeah. so. Well, it's the first impression that people exactly. get, you know, so, and it's like your calling card. And it is, uh, it is. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree. It is, you know, I, I actually sometimes say to clients, you know, you're not even, I'm not even so much your web designer. I'm your website curator. You I know? agree. Yes. I'm a curator. And that's another thing that I feel is a very important, like do, you know, infuse the website with your personality. 
you know, and use, for instance, with, through images, you can do that. And I've always used images. I mean, they're not always relating to web design, but they are no. images that, that mean something to me. Like I have this one image on my website and I found a place for it, which is of an alleyway in London at a, at a London market that I used to go to, Columbia World Market. You know, I love that market. <laughs> and I wanted to use that because it, it means something to me and it's a big part of who I am. So I used that photo and from that photo, I, I got my, the colors for my new, because uh, I redesigned my website a while ago. And from that photo, I found my color. You know, that's and, and that's, that's how sometimes it can work, you know, exactly. so don't be afraid to put yourself, you know, into your website because that's what people will respond to, you know, Agreed. they, you know, want to get to know you. They want to know who you are, you know, Agreed. So, and to me, this year is the first time ever that I'm working with a brand strategist and a web designer. So less brand strategist because I'm very good at that. I'm not being humble brag, but kind of. Yeah. But it's fun because I've always DIY'd it. And this is literally my sixth year in business where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go all in and have everything done by a professional. And the way that I convey who I am to her is via Pinterest. So we have yeah. Pinterest board where I pin everything that I find is me, my colors, and it's not web design templates. It's shoes, it's wallpapers, it's sceneries, it's puppies. It's, like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's different things that allow her to see kind of who I am. And it's her expertise to draw out the correct colors, the correct fonts from the vibe that I'm giving her. And yeah. I love that process. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's a very honest, straightforward process. And then I'm excited to see it's going to be done end of September, um, what she comes up with, because sometimes people see something in you that you don't, which I find is there's no genius. And that's where my next question would be coming in. Obviously it's a Often it's a question of budget, whether you want to hire a designer or not. But I would also argue that it is, even if you are on a tight budget, sometimes it is a good idea to hire a designer. So what do you usually recommend to people? When should they definitely not hire someone? But when, obviously, if they have the budget, why would it be a good idea? But also if it's an investment for them that can be a little bit scary, why would it sometimes be a good idea to still go for it? Well, I always say it's basically, you know, time and sanity versus <laughs> money, you know? <laughs> True. you know, because hiring someone will save you time and it will potentially save you sanity. And, um, but on, you know, the flip side of that, not everyone has a big budget, you know, for a designer. Um, but I feel, you know, if you really are, if you really, even with something like Squarespace, if you really uh, don't like technology, if you get easily frustrated and flustered, and um, if you just find it overwhelming, then I would actually say, you know what, then don't do it, you know, um, because, so well, because it will just cost you so much more, you know, I, I would say in that case, you know, maybe just try to, well, either maybe just put something, put up something really simple to start mm -hmm. with and then try and make some money with your business until you have enough to hire a designer. Do your homework with designers. There are, for instance, new designers, you know, when they're starting out that don't charge so much, you know, and, you know, so you could start with someone like that and, you know, you don't have to pay $10,000 for a website. No. 
I don't even pay ten thousand. I mean, when I started out, I only I only charge. I mean, I did some websites where people paid me five hundred bucks, you know, and and I at the time I remember thinking, ooh, someone pays me five hundred. I know, <laughs> you know, and but you know, so there are people um, that and they're still good, you know, they're still good designers, and um, so I would say, you know, do some homework, but also really listen to yourself, you know, how you mm -hmm. feel about. Um, maybe try it maybe go to something like squarespace you know start up a template you know start dabbling a little bit with it and kind of see how you feel you know because i agree yeah I, i'm just thinking of the people in our mastermind and some of them are just tech is not their thing like some they still enjoyed it they really got into it and they were like like a dog with a bone they didn't stop and now they are super proud but others they start and it ruins their whole day. Like they're exhausted. They get nothing else done because it was so frustrating. And that's when I'm saying throw money at the problem because it's going to be done within a week <laughs> and you're done instead of months of, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I used to do this three-day three websites, you know, I called them three-day wonder websites, you know, where I would build a website in three days. And I had so many clients like that, you know, and they loved it, you know, and, uh, and then they didn't have to think about it anymore, you know, because now they had their beautiful website and they could just focus on what they're good at, you know. Exactly, with, exactly. You know? And they have enough to do. Like they're still, you still yeah. need to produce content. You still need to get clients. You still need to market. But at least this little piece is out of the way. And it is crucial though. So Kirsten, you have so many things and I'm seeing you super smart because all your handles are the same pretty much, which is Kirsten Martin. So your website is kirstenmartin.com. And you were kind enough to get us a freebie. So you have a whole library. It's not just one. But if you go to Kirsten or kirstenmartin.com forward slash resources hyphen library, you'll get a whole bunch of free stuff from Kirsten. And then if you go and uh, go to the different media handles, usually you don't even need to type everything out. You start with Kirsten Martin and you will most likely find her. But we'll also add everything to the show notes so that you can click on um, on her handle so that you can connect with her so how what do people what can they come to you with what do people usually ask you or what would you how would you prefer people to reach out to you and what can they find like what is the different suite of things that you offer them so uh, it's all things Squarespace uh, and online business. And uh, so I help people, you know, how to build a website in, in two days. I have a course, you know, on how to do, and you can actually do it in two days. You don't have to go with all, all my courses are self-paced. Uh, so you can also take your time. You know, I also um, show people how to host an e-course on Squarespace uh, because I do that as well. All my courses are hosted on Squarespace. I have a course on how to become a Squarespace web designer. So if you want to pivot, if you want to reinvent yourself, if you love design, if you love working with people, then I actually, it's basically a glimpse inside my own business, you know, and how I've grown my business very organically, mind, you know, I want to say, you know, and because I'm not, I'm not a big hustler and never have been. Uh, so, um, so I share basically everything in there, you know, on how to create a sustainable business as a web designer. I have a course on SEO, you know, how to boost your SEO. 
Uh, and if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, I have Ask Me Anything sessions and, oh. um, and groups, you know, so my bundles, you know, I have bundles also for my courses uh, and they come with a private group uh, where I, and I also have a CSS expert in there, you know, where we help uh, our students and uh, yeah, or, you know, like I say, one-on-one -on -one is my Ask Me Anything sessions and you, you can ask me a lot of stuff, you know. <laughs> I've kind I of been around a day or two, you know, so, um, but all things Squarespace, um, you know, I'm, uh, um, I'm, I'm a leader in the Squarespace circle and um, I work quite closely with Squarespace. I beta test a lot of stuff for them. And uh, so, you know, Squarespace is actually not just a website builder as well. You can actually also... Uh, they have an uh, email marketing tool, they have a scheduling tool, they have a commerce platform, you know, so they actually have a lot of um, things that you can, and it's all in one place. That's what I love That's about true. Squarespace, actually. Everything is in one place. I do my email marketing through Squarespace and uh, my commerce platform is on Squarespace. And, and that is actually one of the really nice things about it, you know, and for okay. all of that, they're actually not that expensive. They're not. Yeah. They're not. If you put couple everything else together and you don't know what you're doing, you're definitely spending more money than yeah. <laughs> if you do it properly. I and mean, they once. really, really are like an all-in-one platform, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, and they're adding things as well. They have membership is coming up soon. Something we've Ooh, that is yeah. getting. So, I've been I, beta I, testing that. You know, was one of my courses for the last uh, few months. It's getting super competitive out there. I mean, Kajabi needs to hold on tight. I'm a Podia person, which is... Oh, yeah, Podia is great too, yes. Fab, but I'm seeing that everyone is picking it up and it's 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 a great place to be an online business owner because you have so much choice and it's getting competitive. So that's always good for us, right? <laughs> Brilliant. Right. I'm super excited about this going out and having people reach out to you. Um, and for all of you, I mean, it's please go out and check those courses because I know you, <laughs> all of you who are dreading their websites, who have just sitting there, you know, not moving, not developing, not just collecting virtual dust, you know, so, and I think this would be a great step and it's going to help you make money in the end. So Absolutely. do reach out to Cousins, go to her website, get one of her courses, they're super affordable and get going get your butt into gear. All right. Well, thanks so much, Kirsten, for being here today and sharing all this wisdom with us. It was an absolute pleasure. Same here. Same here. Thank you so much, Christine. We'll all right. And all of you guys, you'll see me back in two weeks time. Bye-bye for now. All right. And here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. 
And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.